Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to episode number 44. I can't believe we're at 44 already. It seems like I just started this podcast, but this episode is called Seven Everyday Habits to Bring Ease and Joy to Your Day. Aristotle said, we are what we repeatedly do. Our life is the result of our habits, not the things we do every once in a while, but those things we do day in and day out. These habits are what create our results. In this episode, we discuss the importance of having routines and habits, the negative side effects of not having routines, my seven habits for success, how creating routines in your day can save you time, money, and brain power, and why routines help you to combat stress and create more joy. But first, are you frustrated with shopping and feel there must be a better way? Then I invite you to try out Style Finder Boutique. My husband Jim and I, aka Big Daddy, opened Style Finder in 2015 to bring women just like you the best in upscale casual clothing that's perfect for work, the weekend, and everything in between. We offer three easy ways to shop. You can shop with us 24-7 at shopstylefinder.com. Or you can download the Style Finder Boutique app for both iPhone and Android. Be sure you turn notifications on so you know when we go live. You'll not only find a selection of amazing clothing, but we offer tools and resources to ensure you get clothing that's right for you. From our Shop the Look videos that offer styling suggestions to fit videos and measurements that help you determine if something will fit your shape, we bring the best of online shopping to your laptop or mobile device. Use code PODCASTLOVE to save 20% on your first order online or on the app. If you're in Raleigh, North Carolina, then I invite you to visit our brick-and-mortar location. We're in North Hill Shopping Center, and our team of stylists are here to assist you in curating the perfect outfit, selecting the perfect gift, or building a whole new wardrobe. Who knows, I might be in the boutique myself to personally help style you. We help you know what to wear and how to wear it so you can feel confident and beautiful every single day. Let us be your style's secret weapon so you can dress like you mean it. Welcome to Style by Mary Michelle, a podcast designed to empower you through personal style. I'm your host, Mary Michelle Nidefer, a master style coach, founder of Style Finder Boutique, and creator of the Style Finder ID system. I'm here to help you know what to wear, how to wear it, and how to get dressed in seven minutes or less. Let's go. Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome back. Today, I'm so excited to share with you seven everyday habits to bring you ease and joy to your day. Now, Aristotle said, we are what we repeatedly do. What that means is that our life is the result of our habits. And I wanted to talk about habits, routines, rituals today, because as we come up on tomorrow is the first day of December, right? And, you know, this last month of the year, it's kind of a push to get a lot of things done. It's the holiday crush. We've got more parties, invitations to family gatherings, shopping, just everything seems busier. 
And this is the time of year where a lot of people just let their routines go or they don't really focus on themselves. And come January 1st, they've got all these resolutions to get more organized, get back on track, lose weight, etc. But my feeling is when you have habits, rituals, and routines locked in that support you, that they'll give you an edge. They'll help you to just feel more relaxed and joyful in your day, in your life. And you're going to wake up on January 1st and be like, all right, let's go. I've already managed a lot of my habits. I might have some things I want to tweak, but it's not a complete overhaul. So because your habits add up to your life, truly. And your habits are not those things that you do every once in a while. It's not that juice cleanse that you did six months ago or that weekend getaway, or you decide you want to meditate for three days. No, those don't define your life. What you do day in and day out will define your life, create your results, and really determine you know how happy you are. And you want to be happy, right? I know I do, especially with everything that's going on. I've got so much to be grateful for, and I just want to enjoy it. Our habits can be positive and work for us, helping us to be more organized, polished and put together, healthier and more productive, or they can lead us to feeling overwhelmed, frumpy, and frazzled. I do not want you to be frumpy and frazzled this holiday season. There is just too much good stuff going on to feel that way. And especially if it's self-induced, you can take control of that. Your habits can support you during a busy time. They can provide comfort. They can free us up to go through our day with ease. And when we're freed up from having to make a decision at every turn, life is just more enjoyable. I know having certain habits, developing certain rituals, and doing things at a specific time every day has really helped me from so many perspectives. It's interesting. I know for me, a big one, and we're going to talk about this, but food is a huge one. And my husband kids me because I've always got snacks with me, or I've got certain times that I eat and certain things that I do eat. But you know what? That's helped me. I've struggled with adrenal fatigue years ago, and uh, I strug- I've struggled with my weight. And I really think that my habits have helped me to manage those and to really feel healthy, to feel strong, to feel good. And I don't have to think about, oh my gosh, what am I going to eat? I don't have to scramble around. I know, hey, I've got my protein bar, my my handbag. I know what I'm going to have for lunch. I know what I'm going to have for dinner. And I don't have to think about it. It just really has made all the difference. So when you're freed up from having to make all those decisions, you can just enjoy your life. Routines are important to us for so many reasons. They create structure and predictability. They promote mental, physical, and emotional health, and they provide a sense of purpose and consistency in our lives. Routines are important for so many reasons. They create structure and predictability, promote mental, physical, and emotional health, and they provide a sense of purpose and consistency in our lives. It's been proven that a lack of routine can lead to distress and feelings of unmanageability. And oftentimes, you know what that leads to? Self-medication, numbing out, um, you know, overeating, overdrinking, all sorts of things that are not necessarily healthy or good for you. And sometimes those things can make you feel even worse because you did something that wasn't really beneficial. So having certain things you do at certain times each day can help to create comfort and stability, not to mention saving our brain power for more important decisions. Now, you may not know (laughs) there is actually such a thing as decision fatigue. John Tierney, co-author of the New York Times bestselling book, Willpower, says... 
Decision fatigue helps explain why ordinarily sensible people get angry at colleagues and families, splurge on clothes, buy junk food at the supermarket, and can't resist the dealer's offer to rest-proof their new car. No matter how rational and high-minded you try to be, you can't make a decision after decision without paying a biological price. It's different from ordinary physical fatigue. You're not consciously aware of being tired, but you're low on mental energy. Ladies, this time of year, we need all the mental and physical energy we can get, right? We've got so much else to deal with. So why not take time to take stock of your current routines, rituals, and habits and tweak them so that they can support you each day to be your best. So I want to share with you my seven habits for success. And I'm just going to share this, take what works and leave the rest. This is just meant to be a guide to encourage you to look at these seven areas of your life and ask yourself what habit, what routine, what ritual would support me? Do I have one? Do I want one? Do I need one? Or I hope they'll inspire you to find places in your life where setting a routine, creating a ritual can support you. Your rituals are for you. They're meant to support you and your life and what you do every day. I'll share with you some things that have worked for me, worked for my clients, worked for some other people that I know, but just take what works for you. Now, number one, your morning routine. I have heard so much over the years about morning routines. In fact, there's the 5 a.m. club. There's uh, so many different names. There are books out there about morning routines. But one thing I know for sure, every successful person that I have seen or heard interviewed start their day with a morning routine. Now, everybody looks very different, but everybody who is successful that I am aware of has a morning routine. And I have tweaked mine over the years. It's been, it's looked very, very different, but what I have come up with is what works for me. And Jim's got his own morning routine, you know, do what works for you. It may just be, you roll out of bed, you, you know, set an intention for the day and you get on with your life. But what I have found is that starting your day with a consistent morning routine will help to ground you set your day up for success and helps you to feel a sense of accomplishment first thing in the morning. Think about that. You've already checked off one thing or done one major thing. I know when I do my morning routine, it really makes a difference in my day. I feel like, all right, I've accomplished that. Let's go. I can do anything. Now it's been interesting with my morning routine because, you know, I, I may not have shared this before, but I have dual custody of my kid, my son, all of my kids, but my son, Dylan, who is a freshman in high school, he's with me one week and then he's with his dad the next week. And so what that means on the weeks that he's with me is that, you know, my days are my own. I don't have to drive carpool or get up and take him to school. But on the weeks that he is with me, we're, <laughs> I'm up at 545, we're out the door at 645. And so what I have done is I have actually adapted my morning routine to when I'm at home, I take a little bit longer. I get up, I sit at my dining table. I'll tell you what my morning routine is in a few minutes, but I've adapted it. I don't say, oh, okay, I just can't do it on the days that I have Dylan. But what I do is I adapt it. And I'll, I'm going to share with you what I've done um, because <laughs> I'm pretty proud of the fact that I've been able to adapt it because I found that it just helps me to feel grounded. It helps me to stay healthy. 
It helps me to feel a sense of accomplishment. And it just, it's really important to me. And on those days that I forget part of it, or not that I, well, occasionally I do forget every once in a while, like this morning or yesterday morning, I got up. And the first thing I usually do is I get up and I meditate. I go in my, we have a little back room and I'll shut the door if Jim's still asleep and I'll go in the little back room and I've got a little, actually I have a twin bed. It doesn't have a bed frame, but I have put a twin bed in our little back room. I call it my yoga room actually, because I do yoga stretching. Um, Sometimes I shoot reels or TikTok videos back there. It's sort of my little multi-purpose room, but I have a bed back there that I sit on. I've got it all set up. So I sit on that and that's where I do my meditation. It's just, it's comfortable for me. I love that. I've got my blanket back there. I've got my crystals back there. I've got my, all my things. And so usually most mornings I will get up. I will go do my morning meditation and do this beautiful meditation. It's only about seven minutes long. If I have more time, sometimes I do a longer meditation. It really just depends. So I do that first, but on days where weekend mornings, sometimes I stay in bed a little bit longer. Sometimes, you know, Jim and I are snuggling or just, you know, we just don't want to get up super early. And then we'll talk about what we're doing for the day. And then I'll get up and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot to meditate. <laughs> so, so on the weekdays, I do it regularly on the weekends. I'm a little more relaxed about it, but I'm okay with that. So if I do forget it on the weekend, sometimes I'll do it later or, you know, it, it, it's okay. I'll find other ways to ground myself. But what I do is then I go downstairs and I make my breakfast. I make my tea, which I'll share with you what I, what I have in a few minutes. Uh, and then I read, I always do some reading. I have some intentions that I said, I do some mindfulness. Um, I pray, I do my journaling. I set my goals for the day. And so I have a list of all these things that I go through. And I have my space that I sit and I light a candle, I turn certain lights on, and it just really sets my day upright. I have created my own little, you know, daily journaling, um, journaling planner sort of that really helps me to set my intentions. It's got a space for gratitude. I write down what my goals are every day so that they're fresh in my mind. And it just, you know, that sets my day off right. And so if I'm at home, then I'm sitting at my dining table with my beautiful tea and my breakfast, and that's my morning ritual. Now, if I'm mobile, then what I'll do is I'll make my breakfast to go. I'll make my tea to go. I'll take my book. I'll take my, um, I'll take my planner so that I can journal in the car and I'll sit in my car and I'll do my entire morning routine. Sometimes in front of style finder, sometimes in the parking lot at Starbucks, uh, wherever it, I can, but I'm just, I'm not going to let being mobile or having a busy schedule stop me from doing what's important to me. And my, I have my, the meditation that I do, I have it on my phone so I can do it anywhere. I've got my earbuds. I'll pop those in. So that's, what's important to me. And on days that I have more time, I'll spend a lot more time reading. Like this morning I got up, uh, I was doing some reading and really got into what I was reading. And so it was nice to be able to have a little bit more time and just, just spend with that. That brings me joy. And so once I've accomplished that, I'm like, all right, the rest of the day, I'm good to go. I've got, I'm grounded. I've done what's important to me. Now there are other things that are important to me throughout the day but I've done the most important thing. I've set myself up for success. So you do you, if you like to get up and you know hit the ground running, go out running, walking, exercising, whatever works for you. But when you can do something and do it consistently, 
then that's what makes a difference. So decide what your morning routine is if you don't already have one and start small. I do not recommend that you start, you know, with five things or six things in the morning. You start with one thing and then add something and add something else, but do what feels good to you. So number two, one of my best habits, rituals, whatever you want to call it, is what I eat. And I did not used to be this way. In fact, I would get up every morning and spend time deciding what do I want for breakfast? What am I going to have for lunch? And it just took way too long. And what I found is that when I know, when I eat one breakfast, I get up, I don't have to think about it. It is on autopilot. And if I'm traveling, I'll take it with me. If I'm, in fact, I was at my uh, mom's house recently for Thanksgiving. Well, I took my breakfast so that uh, I took all the ingredients so that I could get up. I could make that. I don't have to think about it. But if you use your brain power deciding if you want to eat scrambled eggs or make a smoothie every morning, it's not the best way to start your day. You're spending a lot of time, a lot of energy deciding something that, you know, it could be streamlined. Instead, choose one breakfast that you can quickly and easily make that nourishes you and keeps you full for several hours and that you actually enjoy eating. This will free you up to get your day started with ease. Eating the same thing for breakfast, along with planning out snacks and meals, has kept me healthy. It's helped me lose weight and maintain my weight without being tempted to cheat It's also helped me keep up my energy and is really one of the best things I think I've done for myself. And I've gotten very diligent with this because, you know, life is busy. And especially we have four kids. I know years ago when all four kids were living at home and we all were in the kitchen at the same time or we're running out the door trying to get multiple kids to multiple schools, eating the same thing for breakfast, planning my meals. That's really when it started for me and because I realized I need to take care of myself and food is one of the best ways I can do that. And so what I've done is I've, I used to make a smoothie every morning. That was my ritual for, I don't know, probably we're talking about that this morning, probably two or three years. I just decided one day I was reading a book. I'm like, you know, I should start making smoothies for breakfast. And I really love them. And every morning that was my thing. In fact, everybody would joke if they were still asleep and I was turning on the blender (laughs) (laughs) they knew it was time to get up, but smoothies, I would do my smoothie every single morning, but for some reason, I just, I stopped wanting that. I wanted something that wasn't cold. I think I just really wanted something that was more warm, that was more comforting. And so I started eating oatmeal, but I realized I need protein. So I started adding, and actually I was listening to a podcast and somebody was talking about protein powder with oatmeal and pumpkin seeds and all sorts of things. And I love that. So I decided, okay, I'm going to make my oatmeal with um, chocolate protein powder. That's my favorite. And so I found this great protein powder. It's on the brand is Orgain and it is, it says it has 50 superfoods in it. And so not only does it have protein, but then I'm getting all these great nutrients from all these beautiful superfoods and it's all right there in my oatmeal. So I make that the oatmeal with the, a scoop of um, Orgain superfood protein powder, and then I make it with half water and half low-fat kefir, unsweetened kefir. And it's kind of interesting, but it's a little bit of an acquired taste, but I love it. And the kefir offers probiotics, and I just really have enjoyed it. Plus, I found that, you know, sometimes when you make oatmeal in the microwave, it overflows 
the kefir is a little bit thicker. It does not overflow. So love that. And then when I take it out of the microwave, I'll mix in maybe some frozen blueberries, which thaw out, throw in some pumpkin seeds, and I am good to go. And so I'll eat that at home. If I am going to take Dylan to school, then I'll make it in my little insulated microwavable container. And I hate to even admit this, but I'll eat it in the car as soon as I drop him off. I'll sit in the carpool lane and I will eat my oatmeal in the car. And I don't mind. I know that's (laughs) a lot of people would probably say that's not a very good habit, but you know what? It works for me and I'm fine with it. So, so that's what I have for breakfast. And then I make a steaming hot cup of tea. Now I'm going to turn you on to my favorite teas. Um, where do I begin? It's it's a brand. It's called Magic Hour or the website is Club Magic Hour. And I tell you what, I discovered these teas. I read her book, uh, Gina Musica, I believe is her name. And she's, I, I would love to have her as a guest on the podcast, but I'm going to put a link to her teas in here because these are my personal favorites. I have also gifted these to some friends and uh, a few clients, but they're just, I I just cannot say enough good things. They're amazing. They're organic. And when actually part of my ritual is when I'm putting my tea into my, I make it in my press pot. When I'm putting the tea in the press pot, I think about all the beautiful hands that picked these amazing tea leaves and I smell it and it's so good. And that to me is like a whole ritual of, you know, just appreciating those who, who went into putting this tea together. But I love, uh, my favorite is called Joyous. And I'm not a big fan of Earl Grey, but I will say that this is actually a type of Earl Grey tea, but it's got marigold flowers in there. There are orange, uh, there's orange peel and some other things, but it's also got some probiotics. It's got immune boosting properties, all this goodness in this tea. And so it's not just off the box, off the shelf tea in a box, uh, which there's nothing wrong with that. I still drink plenty of that too. In fact, I've got my my chocolate pu'er tea right here, and I love that too. But I'm a huge, huge fan of tea, and everything I've had from Club Magic Hour has been amazing. So highly recommend that. So I'm a coffee girl, but first thing in the morning, I drink tea, and either I'll have a cup of Joyous or I'll have a cup of Bohemian Breakfast which is uh, essentially is black tea with currants and vanilla and some other things. Also a beautiful, just, just the whole experience is beautiful. I love it. Love it. So that's what I have for breakfast. Lunch for me, I always take my lunch to work. Um, if I'm working at the store, I always pack my lunch. I don't know. I've always been a lunch packer ever since, you know, ever since I was in high school, I remember just really enjoying packing my lunch And I think because I I like to have control of my food. I like to know what's in it. I like to know, you know, what my choices are. I I try to stay away from gluten. I really don't eat sugar. Um, So I want to be able to know, hey, I'm going to have a a delicious lunch and I don't have to worry about what I can or can't eat. So generally for lunch, I'll, um, so a lot of times I'll do meal prep. And so I'll pack my lunch. Sometimes I'll do, you know, a few at a time. So I know, hey, I'm going to have, Uh, rice and salmon and asparagus every day or tofu and cauliflower. And actually today I made a beautiful pot of red lentil soup with coconut milk and spinach and cauliflower and some homemade chicken stock. I love to cook. And so for me, meal prep is a lot of fun. And Big Daddy's actually gotten in on it too. He doesn't do much of the prep work, 
but Hilly, I'll make for him rice and um, I'll put some chicken. One of my favorite things to do is take chicken breasts and put them in the instant pot and steam those for about, or cook those for about 25 minutes or so, and then just shred them with a fork. And he'll have rice, black beans, and shredded chicken, usually with some salsa, maybe some cheese, uh, but he could eat that every day. And um, dinner, usually I'll plan that in advance. Some, I'm getting better. I This is one place I have not been the best at having a routine. And a lot of times I'll look down at my watch and at six o'clock, I'm like, I haven't even thought about dinner. What are we going to have? Uh, but we always come up with something. A lot of times we'll fall back on quesadillas or uh, sometimes we make pizza. I always have the usually the makings for making pizza. I don't like to order pizza that often, but we'll make pizza because if, especially if Dylan's here, he loves pizza. Um, so we try to do something fairly simple for dinner. Um, but when you put it on autopilot and you have a choice of say two or three things that you can rotate, you keep your fridge, your pantry stock so you can make meals in minutes, that can help you to avoid takeout. Now, some of you love takeout and that's fine. I mean, I personally, I'm not a big takeout fan. I just, I like to eat out, but I eat out maybe once a week, maybe. I just, you know, I prefer to cook at home. I love to cook. I love to be healthy in my eating. And if I eat out, I want to eat out. I want to really, really enjoy it. And so takeout for me is like, it's not that big of a deal. If I'm going to eat at home every once in a while, I love to do takeout Indian food. Um, Big Daddy and I will get a, you know, get a bunch of different Indian food and just like set up our own little buffet. That's fun. But other than that, I'm not a big fan of takeout. So I prefer to just, you know, have a couple of different ingredients in the house, things that I know I can make in a pinch, or there's something in the freezer I can thaw out. And then I know I can make meals in minutes if I need to and avoid having a call for dominoes. I also do spend some, some time every week doing meal prep so that we have a fridge that's stocked and ready to go. And depending on the week, I'll do different things. Sometimes I'll raise a bunch of sweet potatoes with butternut squash. Today I made soup. I made some chicken. Usually I'll cook a big pot of rice or quinoa. Sometimes I'll make tofu. Um, I usually, I eat a lot of salmon. Sometimes I'll make like a big piece of salmon and have that several days. Sometimes I'll just make a couple of pieces and have that for maybe, you know, a dinner and a lunch during the week. But I really try to plan in advance. If I'm making a meal, I try to think at least two meals ahead. Okay. If I'm making this for dinner, can I have leftovers for lunch tomorrow? So I try to think ahead so that tomorrow morning I'm not scrambling around wondering what the heck am I going to have for lunch? Because that just creates stress for me. And I would much rather take that time and focus it on creating content or working with my clients or working with the team and just being focused on what I'm doing. I love, like I said, I love to eat out, but if I don't plan for it, if I don't know where I'm going to eat, then I have to think, oh my gosh, where am I going to go? And then what if I go to, you know, one of my favorite places and there's a line or there's a wait and it just throws me off. And I just prefer to be able to plan. I like to be in control of my day. And when I can pack my lunch and prep my dinner, then I know what I'm working with. All right. Number three, supplements. Now I put my supplements on autopilot, your supplements, whatever you take, I, I'm not going to dive deep. No, actually, I'm going to go ahead and share with you another podcast that I did a few weeks ago, episode number 32, the empowered woman's toolbox. You know, I talk a little bit more about meals and supplements and some of these topics there. So, you know, that might be a good one to reference, 
but supplements, I take a lot of different things. I have two times a day where I take my supplements. I take my morning supplements and I take my evening supplements. And so I put them on autopilot. I take them at the same time every day. And I have certain habits that I stack. I don't know if you've read um, James Clear's book about, I think it's, I don't know if it's called just habits or not, but anyway, James Clear has a great book about habits and he talks about habit stacking. And what that is, it's almost like you remember, okay, I'm going to have breakfast. And with that habit, I always take my morning supplements. So I know when I have my bowl of oatmeal, my cup of tea, I've also got my supplements with me. And so in the evening, one of my habits, one of my rituals that I really, really enjoy is after dinner, I'll make a beautiful cup of tea. I've got a couple of different types of tea. Usually I'll do something. Actually, I'll always do something without caffeine. Usually I love a good decaf chai. I like deep flavors, cinnamon. I like ribose. Um, I love chais. I love, um, oh, I forgot what it is. There's this great, oh, man, I think it's called Manuka honey. Um, chamomile and Manuka honey. Love that from Puka. Puka teas, P-U-K, P-U-K-K-A. Now that's just a box and a, you know, tea bags in a box beautiful packaging. I love all their packaging and every tea I've had from them has been delicious. So I've got a pantry full, but usually the um, chamomile and chamomile and manuka honey is great after dinner. I just put a little stevia in that. And then I'll have some, usually a couple of squares of Lily's chocolate. Now Lily's is my favorite uh, sugar-free chocolate. It's sweetened with stevia and I love, love, love it. I've turned so many friends onto that. But it just, to me, I, I don't taste the difference. You might, but if you eat a lot of chocolate, but I love it. There's some incredible flavors. I love the dark chocolate with almond or the dark chocolate with hazelnuts or the dark chocolate with caramel. Now, I do also love the milk chocolate with almonds, but when I eat things like that, I try to, to get things that are going to give me the most bang for my buck, meaning, okay, what health properties are in it? And so dark chocolate has all these beautiful antioxidants that milk chocolate just doesn't have. So milk chocolate's good, but you know, if I can eat the dark chocolate and enjoy that just as well, then I would much, much rather do that. Get all those antioxidants going. All right. So tip number four, planning your outfits. All right, ladies, Steve Jobs famously wore a black turtleneck and jeans every single day with his New Balance sneakers. He didn't want to waste his brain power. Barack Obama had a closet full of Navy suits. And there are quite a few other people. Mark Zuckerberg, what does he wear? A white t-shirt or a hoodie and jeans and shower sandals. <laughs> but there are a lot of people who have their uniform. I am not necessarily recommending that you have a uniform because I like the creativity of picking out or wearing different things every day. But when you can alleviate some of the stress of having to pick something out every single morning, that is what I want you to do. So plan your outfits. This is one thing I really have done so much of over the months um, with our school style clients. We do that every month. We have you know, a week where we plan our outfits. And 
what I want, what I've done is I've actually started doing that. I didn't used to do that, but you know, up until a couple of years ago, I started doing it. It has made all the difference, you know, especially on those mornings where I'm getting up super early. I've got to take Dylan to school and then I've got to meet with a client or I've got to do an interview or I'm going to a networking meeting or something like I, it matters what I wear. I can't just roll out of bed and put on my sweatpants. And so this has made a huge difference for me, but think about this. One of the things people tell me so often is that they walk into their closet and they feel stressed out because they don't know what to wear. They look at their clothes. They're like, I can't put an outfit together. They just feel frazzled. And then you're, first of all, you're taking way too long in the morning. Like you could either be sleeping or doing your morning routine or doing something more important uh, than picking out your clothes. But I tell you what, when I walk into my closet, especially on those days I wake up early, even on the days where I don't have to be up early, but I have taken the time to pick out my outfit. And when I say pick out my outfit, I mean, pick out the entire outfit. I know what jewelry I'm going to wear. I know what lingerie I'm going to wear. I know what socks if I'm wearing my boots. I've got everything laid out. I'm leaving nothing to chance because I don't want to realize, oh my gosh, you know, I need this bra that's in the dirty clothes. And I want to make sure I've got everything together. I don't want to leave it to chance. And then I walk in in the morning. I'm like, oh, it's just this beautiful moment of like, I've taken care of myself. I feel like I have my own back. And it just makes me feel good to know that I don't have to worry about it. I've got it handled. I took the time to pick out something that I love to wear. And it's going to make me feel good. But you know, the best part is I walk out the door feeling confident. I feel put together. I feel relaxed. I am not stressed about what I'm wearing. And that is the best thing. And so what I encourage you to do is take some time out today and plan your outfit for tomorrow or plan your outfit for the next couple of days, the next week, the next month, however you'd like to do it. But I encourage you to get in your closet and play and create several outfits. Now, what I don't want you to do is to create outfits and only wear your clothes that way. Like, okay, here's my green outfit and here's my blue outfit and here's this outfit. It's not what I want you to do. But what I encourage you to do is to get into your closet and to create multiple outfits. And you know, okay, tomorrow I'm going to wear this. And the next day I'm going to wear that. And the next day I'm going to wear that. Or even if you just do the next day, when you wake up in the morning, you're going to have that. It's almost a sense of relief. Like, okay, I don't have to think about that this morning. It's already handled. And that is one less decision you have to make. And that is one less thing that is going to make you cranky, that is going to put you in a bad mood and ruin your day. We don't want that. So think about what is what are your outfits? If you choose to have a, uni, a uniform, you know, that's up to you. I'm not necessarily encouraging that, but you do you, you do what's going to work for you. But what I recommend you do is just streamline the process by planning your outfits every night. In fact, I've got that on my daily journal sheet. Did I plan my outfit? Yes, I did. So I've created a habit for myself. I know what I need to do before bed. I know what I need to do in the morning. That can be another habit that you do. All right. Number five, exercise. When you make exercise a habit, you're much more likely to do it. So whether it's walking, going to the gym, heading to yoga, or just hopping on the Peloton, finding a regular time to do it and putting it on your calendar makes all the difference. Yoga for me is a habit. I know every Monday at 545, I'm going to yoga. That's a non-negotiable. 
I tell my family, I put it in my calendar. Of course, I have to book it on, you know, ahead of time, but I go every Monday without fail. And then I don't have to think about it. And so if I'm in a bad mood or I'm not feeling it, I'm tired, I'm I'm still going to yoga. I have scheduled it like because we now have to book classes in advance. I have to schedule. I can't just show up or I mean, I can, but I'm probably not going to get a spot. So I have to think ahead and I have to book it. And so when you can make it a habit, put it in your calendar. Don't leave it to chance if you truly want to do it. And it doesn't have to be a full on workout. If you're just starting to get back into exercise or you haven't been doing it in a while, maybe you say, hey, I'm going to do five minutes of whatever abs. I do that with myself. I've got some great videos I found on YouTube. I'll go do five minutes and then I'll tell myself, oh, I'll do five minutes. And then guess what? You start doing five, commit to five minutes and then it's 10 and then it's 20 and then it's this and then it's that. And then some stretching and some arms and some this, because once you start, it feels good. And taking that first step is the hardest. And so put it on your calendar. And then even when you're not feeling it, I've found that putting on your workout clothes, that sends a signal to your brain that I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And even if you just say, okay, I'm just going to walk for 20 minutes. I'm just going to walk for 10 minutes. Do it. And then you chances are you'll find yourself wanting to do it longer. And so you can kind of, you know, psych yourself up, but put it on your calendar. At five o'clock today, I'm going to do 30 minutes on the Peloton. Or maybe you get on the Peloton, maybe you have one of those working desks and you can get on the Peloton and you can, you know, or a treadmill desk, you can exercise while you're working and make it fun. You know, a lot of things, a lot of times what I'll do is when I walk, I walk a lot. I do a lot of walking. Ellie loves to walk. So I walk a lot. Sometimes my son walks with me. Every once in a while, Jim walks with me. He's not really a walker, but I'll put on a good podcast. And then I kind of forget what I'm doing. I love it. And I'm like, oh, I'll get in the groove. Sometimes if I need to, I'll put on some really good music and, you know, walk to the beat. And that just, it works for me. It's just energizing. I come back. I'm like, yes, I just feel good. Now I am not a morning exerciser. I have tried that. That just, that's just not what I really want to exercise. I love to exercise in the afternoon. And so I allow myself to do it when I do it, but I do have to put it on my calendar and I have to commit because it can be a lot easier to become distracted in the afternoon. All right. You ready for number six, self-care. Now, this could be as simple as having a self-care Sunday like I do or self-care Saturday, but it's a day, one day of the week where I give myself maybe an at-home facial. Sometimes I'll deep condition my hair. I'll clean up my brows. I'll take care of some personal things. And it just reminds me, you know, a lot of times I'll restock. Do I need new shaving cream? Do I need a new razor? Do I'll take stock of, you know, my facial cream. In fact, this morning I was taking stock of some of my makeup that I need to replace. I need some new mascara. I need a new lip brush. It's just, it's a time for me to really focus on, okay, what do I need this week? And your self-care can be whatever you need it to be. Maybe your self-care is meditation. Maybe your self-care is a walk in nature or time to go shopping or time to plan your outfits. I mean, all of this can be self-care really, but self-care can be whatever you need. Maybe you need, I mean, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll do a deep conditioning treatment. I'll do a face, I'll do a little at-home facial. I'll do my brows. I'll do teeth whitening. I'll do all sorts of stuff. I don't do my own nails. I probably should, but I don't. Um, so Sundays, sometimes Sundays I'll do those. Um, usually I do that during the week, 
But when you find that you make it a ritual, you make it a routine. If you've got young kids or grandkids, maybe it's something you do together. Maybe they come spend the night on a Friday night and you each give each other facials or pedicures or arm massages or shoulder massages, or maybe it's something that you do with your spouse. You would give each other foot rubs, whatever works for you. But when you become, we do it regularly and it becomes a ritual, it just becomes part of your routine. And then you reap the results because if you do it once a week, you're going to see much more results than if you do it once a month or once every six months. So make it a routine. Maybe it's booking your massage every month. I do go get a massage every month. And I just, I look forward to that. I have a great person that I go to and he just does me right. So whatever your self-care looks like, do that, but put it in your calendar, make it a routine, make it a habit so that you know your cup is going to be filled and you're going to be taken care of. All right, number seven, connecting with others. Now, maybe it's coffee with your best friend every week, a regular phone call to your mother or your sister, or it's time spent daily with your significant other. Having routines and rituals that keep you connected can be very satisfying. And it can also keep you from going days, weeks, or even months without connecting with those that you care about. And I know this has been a challenge for me in many ways. And I think just being a business owner, having four kids, having just a very busy life, sometimes for me, connecting with others, sometimes my ritual needs to be just, you know, connecting with myself, but I also need to stay in touch with my mother, with my friends. And so I do try to make, uh, make time every week to do that. And even if it's just a text message. Uh, just to let somebody know, hey, I'm thinking about you. Hey, you know, this is going on. And just to reach out. But when you can do things every week, I know a lot of people who, you know, every every weekend they get together with a friend or their spouse, they could do something or their sister. Um, so whenever you can build it in, it just makes such a difference. Now, one of the rituals, rituals that uh, Big Daddy and I like to do is we like to go get coffee together on the weekends, usually on Sunday morning. Now, he loves coffee. A lot of times he doesn't even drink coffee at Starbucks. I'm a Starbucks girl. I have to say I love my Starbucks. Um, but a lot of times he'll go with me. Um, if it's nice outside, we'll sit and chat. If not, we'll just ride together, maybe go do some errands. This morning, we ended up going to Sam's Club and uh, got our Christmas tree. So, but it's just, it's a nice time where it's, it's about more than just having coffee. It's really about spending time together, connecting, catching up, and, you know, we'll connect during the day as well. But yeah, that's, that's something like before the kids are up, we'll go out and we'll get coffee and that's our time. That's our time together. So, um, so that makes the difference, but finding something that you do weekly, maybe it's a weekly phone call to your mother, your sister, whatever works for you. But when you can put it on your calendar and make it a ritual, it just, it builds it in. It creates time for it. And when you create time for those things and those people that are important in your life, you stay more connected. I know for me, sometimes I go a very long time without talking to somebody. And fortunately, I have a lot of amazing relationships and amazing people in my life and we can just pick up wherever we left off. But it's nice when you can get together weekly, talk weekly, monthly, whatever it looks like for you. So schedule that in and see what a difference it can make. All right, ladies, those are my seven rituals 
and habits that hopefully will bring you some ease and some joy to your life when things are heating up. So I'm going to go back over this one more time. Number one was your morning routine. Number two, what you eat. Create some ritual around what you eat. Number three, your supplements. Number four, planning your outfits. Number five, exercise. Number six, self-care. And number seven, connecting with others. I hope you have loved this episode. I would love to hear what rituals, what routines you have, what habits you have that are supporting you, that you love, that have really helped you to feel successful in your life, in your day. Because truly, when you have good rituals, good routines, good habits, it really does set you up for success. And I want the best for you. Just remember, you are what you repeatedly do. And so do something every day that your future self will thank you for. Have a beautiful day and I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to Style by Mary Michelle, where women come to get dressed in seven minutes or less. If you enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave me a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Style by Mary Michelle and shop our boutique at shopstylefinder.com for the best in upscale casual apparel. Better yet, if you're in the Raleigh area, come see us. We're located in the North Hills Shopping Center, the premier shopping district in Midtown Raleigh. For details and links mentioned in this episode, be sure to see the show notes. Have a beautiful week.